Welcome back to what have you. <laughs> we are here the very day, the very day this Welcome podcast. Welcome back to a Thursday morning is, meeting of sisters. It's supposed to go up today. So basically this pancake is hot off the griddle. <laughs> <laughs> Current <laughs> events only. Uh, it's Thursday summer morning. and I'm Rachel Jankovic. time. I'm Becca Merkel. And we're sitting in a field by my house. Yeah, we're not, we don't have a... Really, we're kind of down in a. This is not a good view. This is not a good view, but it's okay. It's okay. All right. Yeah. So, we are in the midst of the summer. Well, sweat your eyeballs out. (laughs) Schedule. It's, It's. It's. We're right in the middle of the turn. Where you're still getting used. We to have it. not gotten our ballots yet. Yeah. I will tell you the funniest thing that keeps happening to me. I love it. I really love it, and I having everyone at home is a fun thing. But it is hilarious, also. And one of the funniest things to me is I keep I keep being like, oh my word, like this is really intense. And I'll feel like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make myself a cup of coffee and like go sit down and read my Bible. And mm-hmm. but all the chairs are full. Oh, people yeah. are everywhere. Like there's no. You're like wait. Is there a place here that no one is that I could sit down and have a second? So I end up going up to my bedroom because it's like... Well, that works. Yeah, it works. It works great. But but it is funny. It's like so many, so many bodies and ideas and mm-hmm. things. Things to do. Well, I just haven't gotten myself into any kind of system. It just feels like... We'll get I've, there. Right? I forgot that I'm going to need to go to the grocery store. We were all what, sort of rattling going, around so in like the yesterday, house today, like, Yesterday, I thought I was going to get really on top of life. Like, um, you know, when you're... I'll do this occasionally where I'm, like, cooking some things in advance, get some things in the freezer, get some, like... So I have, like, yeah. some, some kind of a backup. Right. Like, you feel like I have been playing pretty close to the edge on that kind of thing. You're like, well, there's some cornmeal. I know. Or. And I've got like some frozen pork ribs and that's all. Would anyone like a pork rib? (laughs) We could microwave it, but we couldn't because our microwave's broken. (laughs) And it's a rack, so it won't fit in the microwave. No, I meant, I meant, I'm sure someone's figured out how to microwave (laughs) a pork rib. So anyways. Oh, gross. uh, Yeah, that would be hideous. Anyways, the the point in all of this is that I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to like cook some chicken breast so they'll be ready for my quinoa salad with chicken for lunch and cooked those chicken breasts and we ate them all the kids ate them all for lunch <laughs> like like my whole let's get a little jump start on the food prep actually turned out to be lunch just in time uh-huh. like where you're like here I'm gonna feel so on top of things but everyone's like what is there to eat mom is there anything to eat and I'm like well that's about all <laughs> well I had you know Titus so Rachel's son came over yesterday and helped my son Judah and Nate and Heather's son Seamus and I gave the three of them hammers and told them to go into the entryway and deal with all the stray nails because um, we have a sheet rocker coming wait I should say that we have a sheet rocker and I know that I am I have so far been the mutter taper person but one thing we notice is how endlessly slow I go because <laughs> I don't have all the equipment. I don't want to walk around on those stilts to do our 10 foot ceilings because I just know what will happen. 
and I terrifying. can't those giant those giant um I don't even know what it's called you know the scraper spatula yeah. thing that you use I can't wield one of those really big ones so I have to yeah. use the smaller one which ends up being so much more paddling around yes. trying to get a flat finish with yes. a very small yes thing. I think it's anyway, the wise choice we're getting somebody who knows how to do it fast and they're coming so anyway we just have to deal with a bunch of stuff oh I'm going to be blowing in insulation before they get here. I'm kind of pleased about that. That'd be fine. In our entry, it's just a small amount. Do you need any of our garbage to, <laughs> to put in the in walls? <laughs> we have a lot of like paper and like, cardboard garbage. Yeah, you like can stuff it in. Old toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Stuff it in. I think I'm going to go clothes. buy old clothes. I think clothes I'm going to so purchase it. I believe we're going to purchase Too this. bad. Anyway. So I've got to get that done like later today and then we've got the sheet rocker coming. But why did I bring this up? Oh, because the boys were over yesterday doing this and I was realizing, hang on, we have bread, we have peanut butter. We got no jam. Yeah. We're kind of... We got like, no jam could be like the name of summer. <laughs> we got no jam. <laughs> well, it was funny. It was like they were great and they just kind of rattled around and I came back and said, hey guys, here's jam. Go make yourself some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and I, it's great. I like the low keyness of the summer. And, yes, me too. And it, it is true though. It's transitional. It's a different. Though. It's a different. Because every summer, every I mean, not just summer. Every season change. We where we live, we have four very distinct seasons. Like, and they come pretty quick. Yeah. So it is as soon it's as just you just wallop, as soon you know? as you just got into the groove of one season, it changes. But the funniest thing for me about that is is food. Like, we change the season, and I can't remember what I make. Like, I'm like, nothing that I've been making sounds good, and I don't know if anything for the future. Like, I can't. And it takes a little while of, like, actually... Yeah. Like you have to like get in a new yeah. rhythm of like what do we feel like eating? And I feel like right now this is the week where we're trying to settle into that rhythm. rhythm. No, right, exactly. And and like we but do in two eat. weeks, guys, we will be so settled in it will be amazing. Yeah, we'll be here to update you with how smooth we it's won't all be going. surprised at how much food people are eating. I really like it. I really like it, and I'm really glad it's December. It's just there's just added. Oh, it's, it's great. It's I always a new I'm thing. I'm totally relish that. Plus, the I always makes me laugh because you think in the you're like it'll be so good when we don't have to drive everywhere all the time, and then as soon as summer starts, you're like, oh my word, I forgot how dirty everyone is all the time, <laughs> and how much we have to like showers all day long and washing the clothes. Oh, yeah. and well, keeping, just, I'm dirty all the time. Like, I've it'll been, be so nice when we don't have to have these snow boots in the entryway, and then the I've next been, minute you're like, my goodness, these flip flops. <laughs> They're everywhere. I know. And I'm, I've got so much dirt, like, under my fingernails because I keep going out to the garden to mess around with something or other. But I never put gloves on. I get and clay. And so I go and I jab around in the dirt for a minute. And then the rest of the day I'm like, ah, my hands are so, like, ugh. Anyway, I need to just get Maybe some gloves. Invest. I have gloves. I just never put them An on. It's of prevention. No, I know. But I never change my clothes before I paint either. Like, I just... It's a terrible dysfunction yeah, that, that I have because I'm always like, oh, I won't get any paint on it. It'll be fine. But then you do. Well, not always. Yeah, I have, lots actually, of times I don't. I so actually sympathize with that struggle. I've done that same thing. I'm like, unless it's like really my favorite newest pair of jeans or something, I right. I tend to be like, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, I know. Why? It's not a good idea. And but, occasionally you do get a mishap. I bet you anything that doing that doesn't keep you from keeping old paint clothes. You keep clothes to paint in, but you don't put but them on. you don't put them on. Yeah. Because why would you? Because you're not going to get paint on. Because you don't do it. 
So this is how we keep our clothes moving on. <laughs> so yes, um, that's what we've been. Anyway, up to. so here's this is what we're going to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Oh, we well with summer. Well, with summer comes every woman's least favorite topic of conversation with yes. other women ever. We got a question is, about this about modesty, and it is the heat wave. Of oh, the it's such an explosive subject. I, I just need to say this anyways because this is funny. Because we live in a college town, at the very beginning of the school year is really, <laughs> really in the so middle funny. of a very hot season yep. here. So, yep. so all the college girls come back. Universally motivated. Universally, what they're motivated they, to meet new people. But and, at the beginning of the year, they're they're glammed out. Oh yeah, but like for like it's like. Feels about, like a week yeah, before they two. are in pajama pants pajama, shuffling. Yeah, shuffling but, through the right, but that, food section but the at first, the grocery right, store. Right, but the first, <laughs> the first week that the students are back, it is like over tanned, oh, yeah. over blinged, over exposed, fake eyelashes, fake everything. Everywhere. Oh man, to to infinity and beyond with yeah. the glam and everyone wants to come back from summer looking so much more worldly Tan wise and mature and, and yeah and they're all prancing around you know buying futons at walmart and then <laughs> and then and then <laughs> like 10 minutes later now, they look they like are. they've been drugged through a bush backwards <laughs> and, they're, and they're in their pajama pants in the convenience food section Welcome back to what have you. <laughs> we are here the very day, the very day this Welcome podcast. Welcome back to a Thursday morning is, meeting of sisters. <laughs> it's supposed to go up today, so basically this pancake is hot off the griddle. <laughs> <laughs> Current <laughs> events only. Uh, it's Thursday summer, morning. and I'm Rachel Jankovic. time. I'm Becca Merkel, and we're sitting in a field by my house. Yeah, we're not. We don't have a. Really, we're kind now, of down in a. This is hole not a good this view. Time. This is not a good view, but it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. So, we are in the midst of the summer. Well, it's sweat your of... eyeballs out <laughs> schedule. It's, it's it's we're right in the middle of the turn where you're still getting used. We to have it. not gotten our ballots yet. No. I will tell you the funniest thing that keeps happening to me. I love it. I really love it. And I having everyone at home, it's a fun thing. But it is hilarious also. And one of the funniest things to me is I keep I keep being like, oh, my word, like, this is really intense. And I'll feel like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee and, like, go sit down and read my Bible. And mm-hmm. But all the chairs are full. Oh, People yeah. are everywhere. Like, there's no, you're like, wait, is there a place here that no one is that I could sit down and have a second so I end up going up to my bedroom because it's like that works yeah it works it works great but but it is funny it's like so many so many bodies and ideas and Mm -hmm. things things to do well I just haven't gotten myself into any kind of system it just feels like We'll get I, there. Right? I forgot that I'm going to need to go to the grocery store. We were all what? sort of what? rattling Go- around so in like the yesterday, house today. Like- yesterday, I thought I was going to get really on top of life. Like, um, you know, when you're... I'll do this occasionally where I'm, like, cooking some things in advance, get some things in the freezer, get some, like... So I have, like, yeah. some some kind of a backup. 
Right. Like, you feel like I have been playing pretty close to the edge on that kind of thing. You're like, well, there's some cornmeal. I know. Or. And I've got like some frozen pork ribs and that's all. Would anyone like a pork rib? (laughs) We could microwave it, but we couldn't because our microwave's broken. (laughs) And it's a rack, so it won't fit in the microwave. I meant, I meant, I'm sure someone's figured out how to microwave (laughs) a pork rib. So anyways. Gross. uh, Yeah, that would be hideous. Anyways, the the point in all of this is that I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to like cook some chicken breast so they'll be ready for my quinoa salad with chicken for lunch and cooked those chicken breasts and we ate them all the kids ate them all for lunch <laughs> like like my whole let's get a little jump start on the food prep actually turned out to be lunch just in time uh-huh. like where you're like here I'm gonna feel so on top of things but everyone's like what is there to eat mom is there anything to eat and I'm like well this is about all <laughs> well I had you know Titus so Rachel's son came over yesterday and helped my son Judah and Nate and Heather's son Seamus and I gave the three of them hammers and told them to go into the entryway and deal with all the stray nails because um, we have a sheet rocker coming wait I should say that we have a sheet rocker and I know that I'm I have so far been the mutter taper person but one thing we notice is how endlessly slow I go because (laughs) I don't have all the equipment I don't want to walk around on those stilts to do our 10 foot ceilings because I just know what will happen and I can't those giant those giant um I don't even know what it's called you know the scraper spatula thing that you use I can't wield one of those really big ones so I have to use the smaller one which ends up being so much more paddling around trying to get a flat finish with a very small yes I think is the wise choice we're getting somebody who knows how to do it fast and they're coming so anyway we just have to deal with a bunch of stuff oh I'm going to be blowing in insulation before they get here I'm kind of pleased about that that'd be fine in our entry it's just a small amount do you need any of our garbage to (laughs) to put in the walls We have a lot of like paper and cardboard like, garbage. Yeah, you like can stuff it in. Old toilet mm-hmm. paper. Stuff I in. think I'm gonna old go clothes. Buy. Old I think clothes. I'm gonna so purchase we can just do that. It. I believe we're gonna purchase. Too this. bad. Anyway, so I've got to get that done like later today, and then we've got the sheet rocker coming. But why did I bring this up? Oh, because the boys were over yesterday doing this, and I was realizing. Hang on, we have bread. We have peanut butter. We got no jam. Yeah. We're kind of... We got no jam could be like the name of summer. (laughs) We got no jam. (laughs) Well, it was funny. It was like, they were great. And they just kind of rattled around. And I came back and said, hey, guys, here's jam. Go make yourself some lunch. (laughs) (laughs) It's just being a... It's great. I like the low-keyness of the summer. Yes, me too. And it it is true, though. It's transitional awkwardness, though. It's a different... Because every summer, every... I mean, not just summer. Every season change, we... Where we live, we have four very distinct seasons. Like, and they come pretty quick yeah so it is as soon as you just as soon as you just got into the groove of one season it changes but the funniest thing for me about that is is food like we change the season and i can't remember what i make like i'm like nothing that i've been making sounds good and i don't know if anything for the future like i can't and it takes a little while of like actually 
Yeah. Like you have to like get in a new yeah. rhythm of like what do we feel like eating? And I feel like right now this is the week where we're trying to settle into that rhythm. No, right, exactly. And and like we but do in two eat. weeks, guys, we will be so settled in, it will be amazing. Yeah, we'll be here to update you with how smooth we it's won't all be going. surprised at how much food people are eating. I really like it. I really like it and I'm really glad it's December. It's just there's just added Oh, it's great. It's I always a new I'm thing. I'm totally relish That it. plus the, I, it always makes me laugh because you think in the, you're like, it'll be so good when we don't have to drive everywhere all the time. And then as soon as summer starts, you're like, oh my word, I forgot how dirty everyone is all the time <laughs> and how much we have to like showers all day long and washing the clothes. Oh, yeah. well, keeping, just, I'm dirty all the time. Like, I've it'll been, be so nice when we don't have to have these snow boots in the entryway. And then the I've next been, minute you're like, my goodness, these flip flops. <laughs> They're everywhere. I know. And I'm, I've got so much dirt, like, under my fingernails because I keep going out to the garden to mess around with something or other. But I never put gloves on. I get and clay. And so I go and I jab around in the dirt for a minute. And then the rest of the day I'm like, ah, oh, my hands are so, like, ugh. Anyway, I need to just get Maybe some gloves. Invest. I have gloves. I just never put them An on. It's of prevention. No, I know. But I never change my clothes before I paint either. Like, I just... It's a terrible dysfunction yeah, that, that I have. Because I'm always like, oh, I won't get any paint on it. It'll be fine. But then you do. Well, not always. Yeah, I have. Lots actually, of times I don't. I so actually that's, sympathize with that struggle. I've done that same thing. I'm like, unless it's like really my favorite newest pair of jeans or something, I, right. I tend to be like, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, I know. Why? It's not a good idea. And but, occasionally you do get a mishap. And I bet you anything that doing that doesn't keep you from keeping old paint clothes. You keep clothes to paint mm, in, but you don't put but them on. But you don't put them on, yeah. Because why would you? Because you're not gonna get paint on. Because you don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> so this is how we keep our clothes moving on. <laughs> so um, yes, that's what we've been. Anyway, to. so here's this is what we're gonna talk about. What are we gonna talk about? Oh, we well with summer. Well, with summer comes every woman's least favorite topic of conversation with yes. other women ever. We got a question is, about that's about modesty, and it is the heat wave. Oh, it's such an explosive subject. I, I just need to say this anyways, because this is funny. Because we live in a college town, at the very beginning of the school year is really, <laughs> really in the so middle funny. of a very hot season yep. here. So, I, yep. so all the college girls come back. And universally. Motivated. Universally. What, they're motivated they're, to meet new people. But and, at the beginning of the year, they're, they're glammed out. Oh, yeah, but like for like, it's like feels about, like a week yeah, it's before they two. are in pajama pants pajama, shuffling. Yeah, shuffling but, through the frozen right, but that, food but section the first, at the grocery right, store. Right, but the first, <laughs> the first week that the students are back, it is like over-tanned, oh, yeah. over-blinged, over-exposed. Fake eyelashes. Fake everything. Everywhere. Oh, man. To... To infinity and beyond with yeah. the glam and everyone wants to come back from summer looking so much more worldly Tan wise and mature and, and yeah and they're all prancing around you know buying futons at walmart and then <laughs> and then and then <laughs> like 10 minutes later yeah, they look they like are. they've been drugged through a bush backwards <laughs> and, they're, and they're in their pajama pants in the convenience food section oh yeah and it's buying so funny. cases of beer it's like no yeah it's it Anyways, it's it's yeah. funny, not it's funny. Not you have to brace yourself when it's hot weather. But it's like, oh, they're coming back. They are. They're coming they're back. Coming. They are. We coming. get to see the newest trends in immodesty now. Oh yeah, yeah. soon. It'll and be think, ours of, to think enjoy. of like some of the ones that we can just be just grateful 
that it left us. Because remember, like maybe when was it? Fifteen years ago, where it was the midriffs. Becca, that's back. Well, now, but what is now that? With no, that, it's different. Because see, this last, no, this was the like we had girls with jeans on with like one inch zippers. Yeah, low rise, low rise midriff, super yeah. low rise, and then the short shirt and I feel like it was when Britney Spears was first on the scene and well so it was also the era of the tramp stamp the tramp stamp was yeah. there but then the thing was is there would be what you were aiming for and this is this is a problem across the world Britney Spears seemed to sum up the look that everyone was referencing yeah but it was all the muffin She was tops. also maybe it one of three people in the universe who, who could actually do that. So it was blubby yeah. muffin tops everywhere. And I just remember it was so unseemly. Just I have to say, though, this, <laughs> this last summer when all the students came back, I remember driving through campus. And it was the, the midriff tops with the mom jeans but cut off so your buns are hanging out the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So the high-waisted shorts. But this is but bringing back the 80s. Right? No, but it's yeah. a very 80s-y thing, like did boxy, I tell you, did I tell you this? boxy t-shirts Did I tell you my big revelation when I was like, oh my word, Luke, we were we were shopping, we were up in, somewhere with the kids, we were in Spokane, and we kept being like, I've seen this before recently. Like, Luke and I were both feeling that way. Like, wow, this already, like, it seems like they're not taking as long to come back no, to some no. of the old trends. And then we realized when we were that age, that was the 70s. And our parents being like, well, the we just did this. And we're like, what? That was forever ago when people yeah. look. And, and our parents being like, no, really, this just <laughs> happened. And we were like, no, it didn't. It's like, this no, we call so it loud. grunge This now. is new now, Mom. This is different. And then, But the funny thing is that I realized is that the 90s to now is like the same difference as the 70s was to yeah, us funny, in the 90s. Like, like we're, we're full on being the parents who remember that. It's like, I feel like we should have known it was coming when the high rise and the jumpsuits started percolating back in. Yeah, you're like, wait, we've been there. Mm -hmm. We did this. I've been around yep. for this. Yep. And as they say, if you wore something the first time it was cool, you're disqualified from wearing it the second time. But what time. if you were a second grader when you wore it? See, I'm not sure about well, that. Well, I'm going to steer clear of stirrup pants no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the great stirrup pants where you would stand up in the baggy part where your knees where it would, would slide down, down to your mid-shin. So you have a weird puffy part on your you're shin. You're like, the stirrup, the stirrup basically enabled your pants to not look like they were wearing in naturally. <laughs> I oh, wore my no. stirrups with penny loafers. Oh, I remember you wearing those. Yeah, I, I nailed that look. We had nailed those it. elastic like mm -hmm. clips. I was probably still knock kneed. Just so it to. Was <laughs> We had those elastic eclipse where you could clip it to the bottom of your jeans and go under your foot to keep your jeans looking down sharp when you put your socks on the outside of your oh, pants. Oh, because you needed to do that. Because if you sat down, then your pants would need pop that. out of your socks. This was also the era of those um, half scrunchies that were suspender clips to, to <laughs> zip in your to zip in your tunic in the back. <laughs> In case, in case, in case you failed sort to of, buy one with a built-in lace-up the back. In lieu of tailoring, we're going to go making, with a suspender clip. We're making a huge tunic, and this time we're going to put a, a bodice lace-up on the back. 
and I had a I mean, rayon dress a turtleneck, but you're gonna need a lace up in the back <laughs> or a scrunchie clip. Oh on. my word, the dark so as to make it the dark sea of darkness. Ugh. So, but anyway, but more seriously, to talk about the modesty issue, something that struck me the other day is that, um, you know, I've told people for a long time when women are like wanting to confront another woman about her immodesty, I have had some very productive, healthy conversations with other women about modesty that have gone great places, like that has really resulted in great fruit. And not a solitary one of those was me firing it up with a rebuke. Yeah, it like, was always when someone's heart was in a place to be like, when someone's like, you know what I've been thinking about. Yeah. They're already, they're like, I'm looking for a second opinion because mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit has given me some hints that this might yeah. not be it, you know? And yeah. and some of those conversations were really not a big deal. Like someone's like, is this immodest? And you're like, no, actually that dress is totally fine, but you need to get yourself some undergarments that are doing the work that they ought to be doing <laughs> because the dress is fine, but you're right that the effect is immodest. Yeah. Like that yeah. what's happening here is... And but anyway, here's the thing, though. No, no, wait. I got to finish saying this because I got interrupt. derailed. Nope, nope. Stop. Stop talking, Megan. <laughs> no, it, it, it is that that the fact that that fact is amazing. That I don't think I have ever really heard of a woman getting confronted for immodesty that went it spiritually well? really well. It may have gone well in the long run. Like it may sure. have come around, or and I would include in not going well. A woman not thinking about it just randomly shame you know like I would include not going well even changing her behavior just because she felt shamed by something sure. without without any change without of heart, heart without any yeah. yeah so I'm not saying it's not the result of how everyone yeah it's like are we growing spiritually but Becca and I were talking before we did this like how is there anything else that's like that like you think like if you say to a room of people the scripture says we should not be liars and you have everyone like, oh my word. I cannot believe you would say that. Like, no, that there is are so things, but stupid. you know what they are? They're, they are things don't that... Don't drink too much. No, that, well, that, but also mm. women don't want to... There are specific teachings to women in the New Testament that women don't like, don't want to obey, well, and then get angry true. about. I forgot so about like, that. It's women's your issues. Husband, yeah. Or you don't Gentle get to preach. Gentle and quiet spirits. Don't, and yeah. you should be modest. But see, here's the... Here, this is what I think, though. Hmm. Um... There's there's this funny sleight of hand that I think happens where I think we buy into the world's definitions and once we've done that there there's no good answer that we can get because it's like we've messed up on the first step of the math problem and it yeah. doesn't matter how you no, do you're it, like, you're going to get the wrong answer. Our assumptions are bad here so, because you're saying like we're trying like, to solve for X but X is not the thing sure. that we So like the thing is like right at the very beginning I think what happens is beautiful gets equated with immodest and then what happens is um, not just immodest but like specifically if you think what do i want to be how, how what would be beautiful you might have in your mind images that other people would have you could also put hot or sure or something sure. sexy or something you're thinking but it's well, beautiful we think, is that but it's when we think that beauty equals immodest and so then what happens is you have women who get grumpy at somebody who's not modest, who's just beautiful, and yeah. they think, look at her being all immodest. So it goes that direction, yeah. or it goes the other way, which is a woman who thinks my only way to, to be beautiful is to dress 
like a tramp. And so, so it's like, there's this funny little sleight of hand where we buy into the world's definitions of beauty. And then whichever way we go after that, it's all goofed up. Like either you're confronting some poor girl who's being just fine and accusing her of immodesty or you're being immodest and getting mad at people who try and pull you aside. I'm just say- and and you, you read all these articles of people saying, but God made women beautiful and we shouldn't be embarrassed of that and we need to rejoice in our beauty. And it's like, okay, fine, that's true. However, you have done this weird thing where you've inserted an ungodly and sinful definition of beauty and right. then you're saying God made us to be beautiful which is true but because you've you've put in the wrong thing there you're you just keep coming out in indecent outfits yeah or like and then it is just a really sad sad time because it's like here you are in a place where you think God is telling you you can't do your best you can't yeah. be your best you can't do right. and it's like well there's a whole lot that if women just embraced modesty as a standard that there's so much to learn about it that we're not even looking into like we're not even willing to check about it because but if we embraced yes god did create women to be beautiful yes you know all of those things but then just just question the assumption at the front end that beautiful is whatever is on the cover of cosmo right now and that's which i just have to say i am telling you about cosmo I am like, do they think that they invented sex? Because every single time I see a cover, and I never pick it up, but they're always releasing their new findings that of. They're always like, never before, like like the Cosmo yeah. think tank <laughs> is getting together to pioneer something that God invented. I know. Like you're I like know. God created this. He created this whole chemistry, this whole situation. And not the people at Cosmo. Like, no. And I think that's but what's the, funny but, is that... This this can get people into weird, strange cul-de-sacs in their marriages and stuff too, I think. Because what happens is we look at that and we're like, okay, that is what beauty looks like. Unfortunately, Christian women can't do that in public. So we'll just do weird, weirdo things in private where it's like, hang on. You know, like, I no, feel like... No, we bought into this, so we think that this is what we're still... Like women who would say that's not appropriate for me to publicly be like this, but in private with my husband, it's okay for me to try to be a Cosmo woman. Like I'm going to try to get tips from this one. It's like, but what are you thinking? Because like what I was saying about Cosmo did not invent sex. Well, you think, well, right. God did. And God created men and women. And he gave us the rules. And he didn't do that because he's embarrassed of what he created. No, because you've got the Shulamite. It's not like God is like, we've got to keep them away from this yeah. really hot thing that the world cooked up because they yeah. didn't cook that up like well, they didn't and it's well and they're always doing a a sort of a dorky job about it too because i think maybe this is a thing to say about modesty is that for christian women to assume modesty is not a prohibition of, of you enjoying what god made for no. us and it and that instead of that it's it is actually dominion it's actually a this is how you inherit these wonderful gifts from God. Like, obey him, you do this. And it is, it's not like, well, we've been kicked out of the garden party and God says we have See, to make okay. do over here. It's and this, like, this, this comes down to, um, well, remember when dad would always say, when we were talking about different, get to, different, not, yeah, to. Get to not got to. Yes. And, um, and if you think about it, so the, the New Testament tells Christian women, it, it has an active command 
to be modest. It doesn't prohibit being immodest, if this makes sense. So, so we always treat it as if there's this, you, you can't go over I, there. Are you sure immodest is never used? I feel like it is. It's well, I'm thinking of the verses saying women need to be modest. And so if you think about that as an active command, we tend to think, prove to me how I can't wear this. Where it's right. actually the burden of proof might be on the other side. Like, why don't you just, just for the sake of argument, look in the mirror and say, okay, I'm going to explain to myself how this is modest. I'm wearing eight square inches of fabric. Let me make the case that this I is modest. I repurposed a washcloth from my swimsuit. Yeah. Is this modest? <laughs> one, yeah. Thing, one thing that I think is... But because we tend to go, women tend to go... I don't see not, how this. Yeah. I don't see how this is immodest. Right. I think the thing, though, that I that is it, that it, it's just so much more simple than we make it. Like women are like, well, how could you know then if uh, is this my children texting no, you? No, it's okay. not. You're good. It's like, how could I know then if this is modest or not? And I'm like, well, it's very simple. Picture for yourself a spectrum. You know, you have this spectrum, and you're like, and on the left side of the spectrum, we're gonna have a modest t-shirt okay and on the right side of the spectrum we're gonna have an immodest one and yeah. like just create those shirts out of the uh out of <laughs> it's hard to talk to someone when they're texting I'm sorry. you know it's even, a babysitting job that even, i have to sort. yes i get it uh on the one side you have a modest shirt and on the other side you have an immodest shirt okay and we all know you the difference. There is such a thing as an immodest shirt. Well, not everyone knows that, but anyway, that's okay. Okay, well, just work with me here and stretch your imagination. Yeah, we there can is come up such with a it. thing There's as ways. an immodest shirt, and there is such a thing as a modest one. Now, just ask yourself, where in that spectrum does your shirt go? <laughs> because the reality is that we actually all know the standards. It's not like, it's not like, I get that there are moments where you're like questionable. Like, is this, mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. And it's a, it is an art form because sometimes something that is totally appropriate with a pair of flip-flops is wildly inappropriate with a strappy heel. Yeah, or, or it's, it's actually really decent on the beach. It's really bad at church. Yeah, There's right. things that are, you You're know... like, well, if I... Yeah. Because context matters. It's like it actually is an art form. And I think we so often want to just boil it down to prove to me from Scripture that I'm not allowed to wear this. Right. Where it's like, but wait, the, the command is to be, to actually actively be modest. It's not just like, here's the fence, don't fall over the edge of it. So you get to go stand as very close to the edge with your toes over as you can, saying, look, look, I haven't fallen off yet. And that's just the wrong approach, I think. I think what's actually interesting when you say that about a fence is that it, it seems to me like there is a fence. There is a fence that we're not allowed to cross. You know what I mean? There mm -hmm. is like a line that God drew for us. But our assumption, when I said that earlier about like we got kicked out of the garden party, our assumption is that the fence is keeping us like, like it's there to keep, like basically we're being restrained. Yeah, we're in all a the kennel. Stuff you is put over me there. in a kennel and there's this wonderful stuff happening. And whereas if you think of it being more like a fence that is around the grounds of an insane asylum, and then you have <laughs> all the Christian girls pasted up against the fence trying to get in. Yeah. Where you're like, surely not. Like that, if God said we're not to do this, it's not a good thing on the other side. It's no. not going to bless us. It's not going to be no. fun. It's not going to be freeing. It's not going not to be... Not to mention the law of diminishing returns because right. you can't win that game. Like if no. you... What you're really rocking at 18 
you have a couple of babies. You fell on hard times. Yeah, and if yeah. that's the standard of beauty, then we are forever falling short of it. And it's awful when women, I don't think I, well, I think men are part of the problem, obviously, but I think that this is a problem that women do not. It is like a weird thing where women competing with other women and having a, it is a problem that I don't think men are as troubled by it. They're as troubled by the results of immodesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that Christian men in general, well, I don't know. That's probably way too broad of a brush. Yeah, I, I was going to say, actually. I was going to say among Christian men that I know, it's like if they really love the Lord and they, they accept his word as good, then they're not, it's not like they're yeah. wishing their wives would be more fiercely competitive at the... Yeah, and if the if husbands your stuff. Yeah, and if husbands are like that, that is a sad problem, and a wife is really in a pickle with that. And so years ago, there there are guys. There are guys like that. There are Christian guys like that, and those are that's that's a a different problem. Yeah, it's a difficult place for a wife to be. But there was years ago, I when I was in college, probably I was modest by, like I don't think I knew. I just was. I was fine with it. You know what I mean? Like, I was fine with the cultural rules, but I was not, meaning meaning church and family and everything. Yeah. And I and there were tons of things that I would have, that I think I just needed. It was just those moments where some things get internalized. I wasn't, yeah. I was not really struggling with it. But I was downtown, and there was this cute girl walking with her boyfriend. And this uncute man, <laughs> who I knew from around the town as a general lecherous pud he's <laughs> he um kind you of know, smells bad yeah but he's a super chubber kind of a man who would wear hooters shirts all the time <laughs> not <laughs> actually not like a little hairy belly hooters, sticking yeah, out not underneath hooters shirts hooters shirt is one of them <laughs> it was very like badly faded and worked over and and um he's a pasty pasty looking pud and um, he was sitting on this on this bench and happened to be, for unknown reasons, he's a, not a great complexion anyways. I felt like God <laughs> God orchestrated this moment for me because it it was amazing. Did not have a good complexion, complexion and for whatever reason was wearing a visor with... Um, <laughs> He was wearing a visor with uh, the kind with the clear plastic, so it was yellow. It was a yellow plastic visor that was shining the sun through onto his bad complexion face. So basically, basically nothing about it could have been less attractive. Mm. Like it was the ultimate in unattractive, right? And he's sitting on this bench, and this cute girl walks by holding hands with her boyfriend. You know, so it was not... And, and she was actually not even, it wasn't even pushing it real bad. It was like she was just wearing a pair of black, um, you know, she was wearing some kind of legging spandexy things. Yeah. But it wasn't like she was out clubbing or something. She sure. just walks by in this. And as she walks by, he turns to watch her rear end just like open mouth just staring at her rear end uh, as she goes by. It was this moment where I was there to witness how he handles himself all the time, probably, but I just happened to see the whole thing. And it was just like, oh, no. Like, and I don't think that that's our, it's not, it was a moment for me that just made me realize that God telling you to be decent. Now, I don't think God 
I don't think it's our responsibility to keep pervs from see like yeah no none of that but it was just a moment where I saw how much like how much you're free to not be you you don't have to go market your wares to this man <laughs> well, you know what I mean like basically there's lots of girls who put on something and just for the sake of argument let's assume that all of us agree that's not a modest outfit that's yeah that's we pushing have no, it yeah. you shouldn't probably be wearing that but the girl in her head when she's picturing the guys who will be impressed it's by this it's not the man in the yellow visor it is she's not she's picturing no. like just a really like, and i'm just frat saying boy. i'm just saying so the frat the boy cool who's guys, on the trail of right, becoming so that like, man so the cool right totally <laughs> working hard to be that man in his heart mm-hmm. so the the cool guys are like I just is very funny because the the mental images I will be the turning heads of the good looking men. Yeah, and not like I'm trolling the bottom for the bottom yes, feeders. Like for what whatever catfish may show up. Far from catching a, a mountain trout in a fresh stream, <laughs> I am going to dredge up some catfish of lechery. Like this is what I'm looking for, and not, I don't feel like it's. I'm not saying that like that's a reason you have to do it. No, it was a moment for me that I saw the kindness of God's design well, the thing that is, was like there are ways that I think women can be beautiful and at the same time communicate a level of of off availability off limits yeah. like and I think that actually um what's her it's patch, actually like the, a beautiful painting with a rope cord in front of it yeah where it's like you don't have it's to not be a ugly. sheet it's not a it's not a pilly sheet hanging up over the masterpiece in the no. museum it is a rope cord that yeah. is like and I don't think this indicates any, boundaries there's no reason for a woman to feel like she's prohibited from being beautiful and I think that if that if you're thinking that if you're the sort of Christian woman who feels like turtlenecks and denim jumpers with sneakers is the only thing that I can do then basically you have bought into the world's definition my summer outfit I know but you have bought into the world's the world's definition because you're thinking beauty equals immodesty I can't be that so I have to be over here doing this you can pursue beauty but also a level of like unattainability and and I think that the thing um the, what's interesting I, I about like that, girls, anyways, is girls it's are so like, much more attractive. Yes, which is yes, uh, flattering, attractive. But girls so often put themselves on the clearance rack, like reduced for quick sale. I think what's also true, though, is that in a world that everyone talks about objectifying women and how we're messing this up, a woman who has that off limits, like imagine a woman who is beautiful and not available in that mm-hmm. way, she is about so much more than her body. Yes. Because it yes. is now, there is all kinds of, because of that, there is all kinds of her, what are her thoughts, what are her gifts, what is her purpose, what is her goals. It, it changes how much she is. Like, instead of being like, everything that you need to know is already out here. Right. And it's like, this is someone who actually, there is a worthwhile depths to yeah pursue but it, but it is also like if you put yourself on the clearance rack everybody's gonna shop specifically there specifically reduced know. for quick sale exactly it's like yeah um and and i feel like it's such a shame when girls and when women think that's the only path to look beautiful is to do that and that's what i mean like having done something wrong in the first step of the math problem yeah it doesn't matter um, emotionally maybe you maybe you um 
sort of reflex away from that and then you go into frumpy or maybe you reflex into it and you just want to be as as hot as possible um but, well, you, a lot of but both of them share the women same who want to be hot like that oftentimes it is a there is some level of resentment or something going on with the other church ladies there is an element of wanting to show everyone that you're not Often. one of this yeah sort. And because the and i think that different versions of Christian women can really inflame the other. Like, oh, isn't that Like, it really, like, they push each Baker other. fast. Yeah, but they push each other further into their errors. Like, totally. the, the young, immodest girl. So, you've got the middle-aged women who are, like, panicking on behalf of their sons, and that is really lame. unproductive. Really yeah. unproductive. <laughs> well, not untrue that you would rather everyone not get their bosoms out at church well at the same time yeah but the you thing raise is, a man raise who, a man who loves the lord a man, more than a man who has to be able to contend with temptations yeah and totally and so they, they don't fight don't try to fight them on and behalf you have to be him. a mother who can who can raise that kind of it's a like son. fight the fight the temptations for your son by equipping him yes and not by, not by trying to patrol the the, yes. oh my word it's like every, every all these moms who want to be like the the meter maid the parking yes. like oh i just want to go around passing out infractions oh to which is so people. hideous and the more that'll do be that, a fine for your immodesty which is also basically like which inflames the lawless heart of the yes, girls who the don't girls. like petty tickets. And I have to say that is not the way to raise a son who oh will heavens, be able no. to to deal one time with it. I and one time in my well what I was exposed to this it was like a abstinence training thing um when I was at the crisis pregnancy center so anyways um but it was this video of a woman who like travels the country speaking about STDs to youth groups. Sure. You know, whatever. But she said, I, it, it blew my socks off with how hideous it was. Okay. She's like, I, when my son was going to go to his first prom, and he's like 12 or 13 okay. or something, <laughs> she was like, I took his date out. No. Yes, a 12-year-old, like a 12 no. or 13-year-old. I took his date out, and I said, you keep your hands off no! my son. Yes! And this is how we're like, be ah! a proactive parent. Basically. Run around shaming the 13-year-old girls about if your son has sexual like, temptations. But this is also like. Pretty bad. Basically, how to raise your son with no immune system oh, at all. You're like, basically, he's available for anything. So <laughs> I have to be here to try to so run bad. interference. So bad. So that, that is terrible. But I'm, I want to end this discussion with a, a challenge at all, which is that as a Christian woman, sometimes our hearts can get snagged up in things like what we're talking about. Women who annoyed you, an article that annoyed you, an attitude that you didn't like, or a, a church lady, or someone said something offensive, and something happened, and so you have written off things out of disgust with other Christians' yeah. behavior. And it's like what you need to do. You need to like if you want to know if you're really right before God on this. The question is not about the other people. No. It's not about any of that. And no. and one of the quickest ways that you can tell and if you're brave enough to do this is to actually consider just the word of God, just what God says to you, just opening your hands about your own wardrobe. Like yeah. just saying, "Lord, 
if there is something in my clothing that does not honor you. Yeah. Like, reveal that to me. Right. Not, and if not you, something if that me might... Even, it, not something that might bother Aunt Patty. Right. Or something that may tick off yeah. one of these overprotective mothers. But right. specifically... Asking the Lord, like open-handed, like maybe that tiny summer dress I bought does yeah. not honor God. But but if you should know, even while I'm saying this, you should know if there is something that you're white knuckling in the yeah. back of your closet. Yeah. Because the the unwillingness to lay it all open before the Lord mm-hmm. and pray about it and, and honestly being in a place that is like if God told me I had to wear navy polyester pantsuits forever <laughs> then I would yeah and and that's the thing if the word of God actually says that that I trust God enough to know that he knows what is best right and I will do that like I and, will obey and, and act in faith step out in faith and then trust that and God will see use what that. God does with that and do it yeah. on your own not with not because of someone who's been hinting or or trying to get you to read articles about whatever mm-hmm. or trying to like think about it if you're a christian woman you want to honor the lord with what you're wearing and and he actually has words for us about this so you say if i'm not sure then ask god to make it clear like yeah. ask god to do that and i'm willing to bet you that even the act of doing that is an act of sacrifice like yeah. it is a feeling of somebody i remember somebody describing that the sacrificial lamb you know the way that they sacrifice them where they would hold the the um the wool i guess do they call it fur whatever they would they would hold the on the top of their head to mm-hmm. pull their head back to yeah. expose their neck yeah that position is the position of sacrifice yeah and when you think about it like the like lord whatever things i've been holding whatever <laughs> things, my chin. right whatever <laughs> things i've been trying to keep out of your sight keep out, away from your or hand just, or just not keep, thinking about right but like thinking like okay lord let me be in this posture of sacrifice and tell you yeah. that there is nothing in my closet or in my drawers that I no. love more than you. Like, and and, and that, like picture yourself trying to explain to Christ, but I was on this, I was on the beach. Do you not understand that there was sand? Don't so, you know? So when the Bible yeah. said to be modest, I didn't think you meant it when there I was assumed, sand. I if sand was in the picture. I assumed it was a sensible. It was sensible only. I but thought, I'm just saying that's a challenge is to actually say like, you know what, Lord, I love this dress. But if it doesn't honor you, I want you to know that I am willing to, to let go of this. Yes. <laughs> you know what I would even do, Lord? I would even buy something that I could wear a bra with. I would do that if I had to. Like, and I'm saying, I'm just saying that, no, like, as a Christian woman, that should be your posture, not just about modesty, about everything. everything. Like, as you know, later on when you have children, there are all kinds of times where you realize that the flesh wants you to hang on to, to your husband or to your children more than to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that you need to be always willing, yeah. like, always with your hands open, always doing mm-hmm. this. And I'm saying... That's mm-hmm. just a challenge because I'm telling you, I think you already know the answers. Yep. That's what's funny. It's like if you're willing no. to do that. Well, I have a quick example of this, which okay. is um, I have to I have to be sort of in charge of uniforms at Logos. Not in charge of the policy, but in charge of like telling people if they're not. Yeah. Anyway, there was one time I was talking to girls and I love the Logos uniform policy because it is very it's not it's it's clear 
but it's also allows flexibility for the room, students. There's lots of room for and interpretation. And I love this. There's lots of reasons I love this. But it says dress shoes for the girls. But of course, that is a... You can get away with some stuff. So one time I was talking to some girls and I was like, okay, everybody who's wearing dress shoes, go over here and stand here. All the girls who are not wearing dress shoes, go stand over here. And then if you're not sure, stand in the middle. So they all split up and it was like, yeah, actually we all know, don't we? Yeah. That's not a dress shoe. It might not be provable in court that it's not a dress shoe, yes. but we actually know, we all of us know that that's not a dress shoe. Right. So anyway, it was, and there were only like maybe two or three in the middle and, and it was like, yeah, okay. I see that that was a, you know, yeah. a questionable one. But I think that the modesty thing is similar in that where it's like, if you were willing if, to acknowledge what you know, if you're saying to all the other Christians, yeah, proven in court that this is not modest, yeah. but it's like, but truly, if you're honest with yourself, lots of times we know the answers. Well, and one thing is if your heart bridles against women that you feel are legalistic or are uptight or are weirdly stifled, which sometimes they do seem to be that way. Yes, there's plenty and of them. if your heart is grieved by that in a not godly way, if you're just mostly like, are you joking me? this is so annoying, you know, or mm -hmm. whatever that one way to respond to that would be to do whatever the old lady said you had to do and wear yourself a pantaloon and a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and whatever. Yeah. And a, and a bonnet with a big bow under the chin yeah. and you're like, well, I feel like little Bo Peep and yeah. this is the worst. And so one way to just let them be in charge is to let them be in charge by, um, you know, telling you everything you have to do. The other way to let them be in charge is to act like they stand for the scripture. Yeah. And that you don't then. Yeah. Because they do, you don't. And yeah. and what well, it needs to be is that independent of what other people are doing. Like you don't yeah. you don't do just what fundamentalist people tell you have to do and you don't do the opposite. opposite you do whatever. what mm -hmm. you believe God wants you to be doing. And yeah. and you be brave enough if that looks like you're closer to people you didn't yeah. want to be close to. And if your be friends brave. say, what on earth are you doing? It's like, that's a risk you're willing to run for obedience. You're like, not only is it a risk I'm willing to run, it might reveal to me how much these are not godly friends. Mm -hmm. Like how much these are not mm -hmm. people that you ought to be with all the time, making all your decisions yeah. with. Yeah. So anyways, anyway, there we talked about modesty. And and look, we ran ourselves right up the clock. Do <coughs> you have so a tip? A tip. I'm going to say my tip for the world is buy linen sheets. I oh. love them. Love them so, so, so much. I wanted them for like it's so game long. changer. And I finally splashed out and spent the money on it. And I adore them. I bought them too from like Overstock or somewhere where I got a deep discount off of whatever they were originally. Holy cow, I love them. I have a dream to someday have lunch. Like, yeah, well, do it. I'm yet. just saying, do it. Have you, you read Peace Like a River yet? No. Yeah, see? So it, when you do that, I'll buy lunch. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. I know. The pressure's on. The I pressure's know. on. I, I think my tip is to read. Read things. Because I, I go through phases where I'm not reading very much, and then I you know, start reading yeah. again. But one of the things I noticed, I, I think I mentioned last time that I read a book called Boys in the Boat. And what's made me laugh is it's just a, it's just a book about rowing. It's a book of, mm -hmm. you know, it's a historic book. Great. Good book. But uh, what's funny to me is how many times I've thought of it since that time as like, oh, it's just like this, this, this analogy or this whatever. And it just made me think about that in rhetoric, the copiousness, like part of that, you know, like reading fiction strengthens your ability to 
to talk about yeah. something totally else. Reading history strengthens mm-hmm. your ability to, to mm-hmm. write poetry. Doing, you know, like... Just basically be interested. Be interested, but it's also, it's just been funny to me how I read one book about rowing, and I've used examples from boat building, like, four yeah. times in, yeah. like, uh-huh. in serious conversations where I'm like, yeah. no, you know what this is like. This yeah. is just like... The Western Red Cedar in a mm-hmm. racing shell. Well, we were talking about it with regards to painting that has life versus painting that yes, doesn't. Yes, it's like this almost imperceptible tension yeah. that creates mm-hmm. uh, something that's alive. Anyways, the point the point is read lots, read and, and read buy interesting linen things. Yeah, and uh, and then Sit your life. Your linen sheets. And offer read. your closet to the Lord. Buy linen sheets and read. And yeah. everything's just gonna go so smooth. It'll be awesome. Just gonna just look in the mirror and look at the and stop trying. If you happen to be a woman who's trying to break through the fence into the asylum, just yeah. just, just recognize stop. that actually Lay maybe no. Turn around and so much see happier. all the things that God has offered to you. That is not the one prohibited yeah. area. Anyways, we gotta go. Yes, Look at how long enjoy we enjoy right. your day. Have fun. Enjoy this episode. Hot off the griddle. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. See you next time. <laughs>